Welkom bij de podcast van Arginet. In deze podcast luister je naar één van de genomineerde essays voor de Simon-Marie Pruisprijs voor designkritiek en de Geert Beka-prijs voor architectuurkritiek. Beide zijn een initiatief van designplatform Rotterdam en Arginet. Het essay wordt voorgelezen door de auteur tijdens het Pruis-Beka-event in Tent Rotterdam op 16 november 2019. Geert Loving schreef met Mieke Gerritsen het essay Made in China, Designed in California, Criticized in Europe, Amsterdam Design Manifest. Het oordeel van de jury? Het is een goed geschreven overzicht van de inflatie van design. The discipline has been democratized from cross-discipline to anti-discipline. When everything is destined to be designed, design disappears into the everyday. We simply don't see it anymore because it's everywhere. This is the vanishing act of design. At this moment, design registers its redundancy. Our products, environments and services have been comprehensively improved. Everything has been designed to perfection and is under a permanent upgrade regime. Within such a paradigm, design is enmeshed with the capitalist logic of reproduction. This does not come without conflicts, struggles and tensions. Chief among these is the situation of design in a planetary process towards decay. Our dispense culture prompts a yearning for longevity. The computational compulsion to delete brings alive a desire to retrieve objects, ideas and experience that refuse obsolescence. Society is growing more aware of sustainability and alert to the depletion of this world. For the young, ambitious designer, it's time to take the next step. Designing the future as a collective relation attuned to life. Design today is an incantation. It becomes a chant, a mantra, an invocation sprinkled across disciplines in hope that it will work its magic. The simple beginnings of graphic design have been proliferated into design thinking, design research and design methods. Product design has been joined by transformation design, exclusive design and dilemma-driven design. Design technology strives to control the implementation and operation of technical systems and practices. The question with all this design is no longer what it is, but what it even means. To identify and transform the problem, that is the problem of design. Design has transformed from a discipline into idea. It has become a discourse. 
This means that design is no longer seen as a professional field with clear competences and a straightforward output in well-defined products and services. Now, what matters is the story. Products are mere illustrations. Design has turned into a magic term for vague, creative, predatory activities which we can't access completely yet. Design is intent. Design is strategy. Design prepares us. We are designing the world from the grand metropolis all the way down to the humble kitchen mug. Design schools pop up everywhere and while a growing number of professions evaporate as a result of automation, mechanization and digitization, bullshit jobs, as David Graeber turned them, are emerging all around, not the least in design. According to Graeber, about three quarters of all jobs in Western society consist of meaningless pastime. They do not contribute in any way to a better world. The creative sector is a beehive of bullshit jobs in which everything goes down within the fashionable artistic metrics of brainstorm sessions and concept development by way of hackathons, expert meetings, sales pitches and prototypes. Co-working spaces are the end point of labor before the algorithm takes command. Traditionally, design was set off against mass production. A consumer could have one or the other, not both. In those days, you bought your daily necessity at cheap Dutch warehouse chains like Blocker or Hema whose teapots, cutlery and kitchenware were clearly undesigned. The designed versions of these were considerably more expensive, authored by famous designers and sold in exclusive design stores. Design's exclusivity has been cancelled by the emergence of mega design chains such as IKEA and HMM with their permanent sale. Regardless of the joint ventures these chains occasionally undertake with contemporary designers such as Hella Jongerius, Walter van der Berendonk, Pinar and Viola for IKEA and the late Karl Lagerfeld and Victor and Rolf for H&M, the focus is always on creating a cheap, mass-manufactured product for the masses, available everywhere for an unbeatable price. This design is extended to the hoi polloi. After all, design should be within the reach of everyone. The termination of design as a distinct discipline was heralded when the business lingo design thinking started conquering the world as a therapeutic management strategy. The term 
design was transformed in two ways. On the one hand, it became a formulaic process driven by technology. At the same time, it radically expanded its scope, becoming holistic and even healing. Design thinking is seen as a way to creatively solve problems by putting human center stage as users. This places the process on rails, a fixed trajectory of defining, building and testing all the way from the prototype through to the final product. Invariably, the result is then a technical solution. Such a model limits reflection to the pragmatic and paradigmatic procedural steps. Making is reflecting. God forbid that our reflection leaves us empty-handed. Meanwhile, design is moving away from concrete applications in objects and industry towards immaterial and virtual outcomes. In the process, it has acquired a rather vague demeanor, a surprising turn for a discipline once framed for its hand-on, can-do, pragmatic character. Design thinking is not about design, but about management depleted of aesthetics, a managerial practice geared at unpicking the fatally entangled processes of businesses and industry. Over time, this practice evolves from a focus on objects to become a way of working, a way of life, of thinking. But unlike ideology critique, design thinking is a process that dispenses with the moment of critique. Design changes from a discipline into a belief whose followers can perform miracles by transforming any mundane situation or thought into something special and exclusive. Bathe your product three times in the found of design and it emerges as something more luxurious and lucrative. We've moved from discipline to discourse, from discourse to ideology, and from ideology to pure faith, accompanied, of course, by our hallowed business models and revenue prospects. Design is replacing a pack of verbs. At cooking becomes food design. Leading becomes management design. Organizing becomes process design. Maturing becomes self-design. Incrementally, design starts to define a new societal order, ushering in the design society with designer babies and designer drugs. The design society is not content with a focus on innovation and capitalism anymore, but infiltrates every nook and cranny of the public 
and private realms. From climate change to well-being, from social intercourse to self-assessment. Automation has afforded the affluent citizen of the Western world both more space to shop and more time to exercise their creative chops. Here, design and consumer merge. The ubiquity of software has meant that suddenly everyone is a designer. How hard can it be? The design discipline has been democratized from cross-discipline to anti-discipline. But what have we lost now that craft doesn't count anymore and design has become a lubricant for any social process imaginable? Design suffers from inflation, becoming absorbed into anything and everything. We recognize the 21st century designer as a well-dressed personality who cares for his or her exterior, but cultivates most intensely the inner self. In response to the tsunami of spiritual apps and gadgets geared at making life more comfortable, designers follow suit. Now that the outer built environment is done, the logical next step is to delve inward. The conscious citizen is done with shopping, leaving room for reflection and contemplation. It is time to redress the balance between body and mind. Deze podcast werd gemaakt door Inge Jansen in opdracht van Arginet.nl, de community-based website over architectuur en meer. De podcast werd mede mogelijk gemaakt door het nieuwe instituut, het instituut voor debat over en onderzoek naar architectuur, design en digitale cultuur. Op de hoogte blijven kan via de nieuwsbrief op www.hetnieuweinstituut.nl/nieuwsbrief.